once again, again, once again, again, once again, again, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, okay. Okay, Rozell. It's your boys at Defcon Jive. Back in the fact, your boys, Remy and Cannon survived the Roots Picnic, the Stampede. We live the tail to tail. Uh, Remy ran. I don't know how far you got, Remy. <laughs> this nigga, this, this nigga Cannon posted up, you know what I'm saying? Like the motherfucking statue of motherfucking William Tell, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what we do. That's what we do. Anyway, boom dynamite. What's good? It's your man back yet. You already know me, man. It's your man Boom Dynamite. BKA Black Scott Bayo. CKA Cerebral Knievel. CK1 backflipping on y'all niggas smelling godly fresh. Uh EKA Victor Von Boom. Smarter than me, nigga. That's a stretch. Mm. Uh FKA. Boop, 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 boom. I keep my gun on the west side. Uh, GKA, you know what I'm saying? Boom Raider. Mm. I got your bitch in booty shorts climbing all type of walls. <laughs> you just added the booty shorts. I don't think you had the booty shorts last week. It, it evolves, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, FKA Judy Boom, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ducking the ducking the sturdies, that's that blubber. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's so dumb. I mean, come on, we're getting deep into this, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, GKA HM Murdoch. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm the brazy nigga in the set. <laughs> okay. Uh, HKA Templeton Peck. You know what I'm saying? It's in my name, huh? You know what I'm saying? I only want the face. <laughs> uh, HKA BA Barakis, you know what I'm saying? Mm. You know I'm drugged up when you see me with that paper plane. <laughs> yes. HKA Hannibal Smith. Okay. Hannibal Smith. Uh-huh. I love it when I, I love it when them yams come together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I shy, you shy. You know what I'm saying? Shout out, shout out to all the bitches with fat asses and no titties. That's an 18. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Fine, fine looking gentleman over there, boom. <laughs> I remember before I go into my aliases, I remember we talked about that on this podcast randomly, and Remy was like, <laughs> Remy said something about that being a young gentleman, and I died. <laughs> Fine, young sir. <laughs> anyway, it's your boy Cannon, aka Steve Her. You know what I'm saying? Got the squad focused. Mm. Uh, uh, I like that. BK- Focus on me. Mm. BKA, little, little baby rays. You know what I'm saying? In the summertime, that barbecue hit with the perfect timing. Mm. The, mm. Barbecue drip, the, the barbecue sauce drip. The barbecue sauce dripped too hard. You know what I'm saying? I had that written down too. You took it from me. Uh, it's all good. CKA Blue Face Mob. You know what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if Tatiana was really busting it down or whether it was just my mom playing tricks on me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pretty sure she was ripped. 
I'm pretty sure she did, you know. I probably beat, but I didn't hear it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she, it was at night. She had to be tossing the turn. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, uh, DKA Yasin Baywatch. You know what I'm saying? I'm most okay. deaf. Most deaf trying to see some titties. Mm. Most deaf saw some titties. Um, Try to slide in your bitch nose. <laughs> That's that feeding tube. Y'all know why we use that get mo. EKA Raphael Sadiq, the Greek freak. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, I probably never reigned in southern Wisconsin. Uh, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Mm. Uh, uh, FKA 21 Randy Savage, you know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> Niggas out here acting macho definitely don't want the gun smoke. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because if they, if they do, it's a lot. You know what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> I went up on Miss Elizabeth one time. Mm. And, and for my final act, FKA 139 and Ari Lennox, dog. Thank you, Zone. One three nine in Ari Linux. You know what I'm saying? It's the danger zone, man. Cause nigg- niggas ain't trying to pop static mm. up in the danger zone. Cause you if know you, what the danger zone. Is. If you do, you finna take a big L. You know what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, that's tough. Have your family digging in the crate, you know what I'm saying? You make your family poke because you can't afford the OR. The OR. Bar King. <laughs> that was funny, you know what I'm saying, that you said that you had that joint, you know what I'm saying? Because I was definitely working on a, uh, an NORE Linux, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fly, man. This is when the last run English channel shit. I couldn't, I couldn't get, I couldn't get this shit to work out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's your boy, motherfucking, you know what I'm saying? Jay Remy, you know, motherfucking Thought Whisperer, you know what I'm saying? Scumbag Infinite, you know what I'm saying? The Unwashed One, you know what I'm saying? AKA Bernie Tripper Staff, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Shout out to JB. BKA Boom's Neighbor, you know what I'm saying? Flex all over your front lawn. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> The Kevlar do rag, you know what I'm saying? Niggas can't touch the wave. Mm. Motherfucking Apple AirPods, nigga. Run your pockets and pray you don't get washed. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> that's a bar. That's a bar. You know what I'm saying? Where the Cigarilla commercials at? <laughs> motherfucking DKA, your Shit mom's like at that. the bar. <laughs> DKA, your mom's at the barbershop with the sun dressed on. What's that? You know what I'm all these young and catching, all these youngins catching free fades. You know what I'm oh, saying? Motherfucker, wow. <laughs> well, EKH and man's Roots Picnic 2019. Take off on the joint for no reason. Oh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cannon, you were there. You know what that's about. I you know exactly what that's about. Motherfucker, well, FKH and boy, Andy Obese Ruiz. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Wash a pretty nigga with that slap body karate. You know what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> There's nothing more American than this nigga. <laughs> Motherfucking, I don't know what I'm on now. GKA motherfucking scum village, you know what I'm saying? I'm oh. selfish. And these uh. shows that they're gonna make me fall in love. And that's why your L, that's why your L's high, you know what I'm saying? Uh. <laughs> and lastly, you know what I'm saying, it's your man's motherfucking Jacob Boudrochi deep fryer. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Take your queen sugar, you know what I'm saying? I like it. I like I it. Told, I, told, I told the bitch my money different. I'll buy your whole family. You know what I'm uh. saying? <laughs> Oh, God. And buy them houses. <laughs> and buy your oh. mom's a house. A house. 
Oh my God. Jesus Christ. I'm glad you went last for me. Dog, that's the uh. body karate. Come on, yo. Slap body karate, bro. That's a new fighting style, bro. I put that shit in the chat the moment it happened, dog. There was nothing more American than that, dog. Like, the the last thing more American than that was the American Revolution. You got a fat, sloppy, unorthodox American fighting a chiseled, disciplined champion. There's no way we were supposed to win. Oh, this, this nigga stepped in the ring looking like the original Asiatic black man. Nah, nigga. Bro. Motherfucking, uh, your boy Ab and uh, Chris were going in on that shit, man. They said, because <laughs> they would like, call that nigga Butterbean, you know what I'm saying? He was like, nah, that nigga's a Mexican Butterbean. He's like, he said the nigga's a refried, refried bean, oh, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dying, y'all had to leave the crib. <laughs> I had to walk out the Airbnb, bro. <laughs> Call that nigga the refried bean, dog. Oh, <laughs> Yo, shout to my nigga all carbs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> man, oh man. Oh man. Uh, and then he had to hand over his That's that carbonara, dude. <laughs> My man had to hand over his belt oh, to take man. pictures with him the next day. Nigga, like, that carbon offset, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he said that carbon. <laughs> I can't stand y'all, man. Oh, man. He's a good eat, man. That's that carbon dating, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Nigga's a machine, dog. That's the carburetor. <laughs> Yo, bro, oh my yo, my nigga's so fat, dog. Like, I don't know how to like. Bro, let me let me say this though. Let me let me let me say this because the niggas got hands though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he like, clearly he does. I mean, like, like, if you look at the joint, like his his punches were wild. Like, you know what I'm saying? But his hands are fast. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he has quick hands. And from what I've heard from his sparring partners, like you know what I'm saying? They said that like the niggas hella strong. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if you look at the punches that he he. he he ended bull with it. wasn't like awesome, like quick, like Roy Jones flurry or you know, Mayweather shit. It was like some sloppily thrown together punches. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he had an extra tam- tamales in his glove. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh wow. Okay. All right. All right. All right. From one championship to another championship match, mm. the Toronto Raptors. The Toronto Raptors are facing the Golden State Warriors as we record. Not when you hear it, but as we record. Um, but there's one fascinating part to this whole Toronto Raptors story. And that is your boy, Aubrey Graham, better known as Drake. Uh, the NBA has had to warn the Toronto Raptors that they may be fined for Drake's antics if he keeps it up. Smash Mouth. Uh, you may know them from Hey Now You're an All Star fame. Um, hey Now You're All Carbs. <laughs> <laughs> They've warned him don't bring those antics to to, to go. Shut state. the fuck up, Smash Mouth. Like, what, like, what are you gonna do? Like, hold on, but like, but, Remy, keep it a buck, bro. If there was a rapper that you could just talk greasy to, you know what I'm saying? If there was any rapper you could threaten, right? You know what I'm saying? Who would it be, bro? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. 
as a cross genre, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not even in this in this headspace, like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Who, who? <laughs> I mean, it's I like, guess it'd be Aubrey Graham, you know what I'm Exactly. Like exactly. you don't you don't you don't see goddamn Blink 182 going at like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> going at the baby, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't they don't want them problems. <laughs> You don't see goddamn like Green Green Day going at uh like Meek Millie for you know what I'm saying for being on the sideline for the Sixers. No, it's like it's different, bro. Like I said, but like but like Meek Millie ain't doing all that. You know what I'm saying? Like like I like I normally don't fuck with this nigga Drake. You know what I'm saying? But like in this instance, you know what I'm saying? Like this nigga's the all villain dog. Mm-hmm. Like he's like he's doing he's doing every bad thing. Like it reminds me of like um. You know, like Spike Lee, Reggie Miller shit. You know what I'm saying? If the roles were reversed, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Nah, and that, that's that's why I think that uh, why this is different. You know what I'm saying? Um, the reason why it's different is not because like we've had you know Spike, we've had uh, Jack. You know what I'm saying? We've had like these uh, super fans at other in other arenas, but it's Drake's like Drake touched the coach. Like you know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. Like he, he's 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 moving from like if you look at Spike Spike side on the opposite side of the other team you know what I'm saying he's on the same <laughs> side like, you know what I'm yeah. when the niggas check in he's talking to him he has relationships he has fucking KD and like Steph tattooed on him he has a relationship with the players you know what I'm saying and he's talking shit bro like you know what I'm saying in the middle of the game he has access that no other person has access to though like you know what I'm saying like. And, and boom, but bro, like the nigga had the nigga has an office in the Toronto Stadium. You know what I'm saying? Like he's the he's the the motherfucking uh, what do they call him? The team ambassador, dog, right? The global right, ambassador. Right, you know what I'm right, saying? Right. Like he yeah. like he has a role in the organization, and his role is to motherfucking annoy and motherfucking uh, and and motherfucking like irritate and be to be an irritant to other teams, dog. Bro, and you know this because you know like you already talked brought about uh. Spike Lee, that shit don't work, bro. Like you know what I'm saying, the, the 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 best case scenario is like you know what I'm saying is inactive, but most times it, it just fires niggas up to go even that much harder. Like you know what I'm saying, I'm pretty sure good. that a lot of people in New York are like yo, don't say nothing, don't say no more to uh, goddamn Reggie Miller, dog. No more. I mean, I mean, Spike knew that. You know what I'm saying? Like Spike, Spike knew to not do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't say nothing else. You got you got no more comments, my dad. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you good. But this is like this is a totally different NBA, you know what I'm saying? This isn't motherfucking uh Kevin Durant, you know what I'm saying? This is the Kevin Durant era, you know what I'm saying? Six six uh, bogus accounts, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To defend yourself online, you know what I'm saying? Because you that sensitive about your, your public image, you know what I'm saying? Like And you also looking for shorties to chill with. Mm-hmm. But he's not even like you know he's saying? not just going hard on social media, though. He's like real live, like, you know what I'm saying, at the games, like I want smoke at the game. Like, like yeah. it was on camera. He was like, yo, Draymond, you're trash. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And what was the, wasn't there a time where there was almost a fight and Drake was like in it too? Or I, I, know, I, know, I, know, I know about that. Drake ain't getting no fights. Fuck out of here. I know the last <laughs> joint, uh, what do you call it? He said something to Draymond. Draymond, I like, try to walk back towards him. And then uh, Steph was like, man, that's Drake, man. Come on. No, he ain't. Like, <laughs> saying, like, it's fucking Drake. Like, like what Drake doesn't understand is like Draymond will wash your ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, then, then he got the Michigan body. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. Like if shit, if shit didn't work out, you know what I'm saying? That nigga was always gonna fix cars. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> with the back, he already got the backpack for it. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? So like, 
don't, don't, don't get it twisted, Drizzy. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you can, you can still get slumped out here. You know what I'm saying? Right. Ron Artest did run up in the crowd. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but to be fair, Ron Artest is a totally different human being. It's a, totally, it's a totally different era, bro. Yeah. And Stephen Jackson. And it's a different. It's a to- era. Yeah, yeah. Totally nope. different. Totally and different do, era, bro. And do not forget about Stephen Jackson. Um, Stephen Jackson smacked the shit out of somebody. But boom, boom, do you think that this actually works? Like, do you think that Drake does actually get into the head of the opposite team with all the like, antics and all this? I mean, I, maybe I not think he does. does. I think he gets maybe not, head, maybe not so much for Steph. Maybe not, not so much for Steph, but like but like uh, like Drake, like like he's like he gets in Draymond's head like like Draymond could could very well be like a Reggie Miller S character, you know what I'm saying? Like where he'll where you like you anger him and he plays better, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Durant is that, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like I think if Durant was playing, like Drake, Drake could be all over, this, all right. over this, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, I don't, I don't think it's that. I think what it is is like, uh, it's more so like, like I said because they have relationships outside of it, so it's like soon as they get out. Uh, there was a, a a joint came out today and it's talking about Clay talking greasy, talking about don't bring that shit to uh, you know what I'm saying to the bay, and it's like I feel like. It's it's more of an offline thing, and they're gonna you know do it on the court to get back in them. It's not like they're gonna be out of their game because Drake talked trash and like they're just gonna try that much harder. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. be like, yeah, nigga, like I got you in the group chat. Like, yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> got you again, right? And that's also, but the other weird thing about this is, and you brought this up, Drake has a tattoo. Of Yo, what kind of numbers? What kind of whole ass shit is that, bro? Like, bro, I lo- like, like, bro, no homo. I love y'all niggas. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I would never in my life get a tattoo of motherfucking boom dynamite. You know what I'm saying? Fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? This nigga, this nigga, boom, quiet. He's like, well, I mean, I agree. I feel the same way. I feel the same way. No, it's so my. It's you on my lower back. And it's funny because because my fiance Bean, she said the same exact thing. She was like. What kind of man gets another man's jersey number tattooed on his arm? That's, which, a, that's, a, that's, that's some whole shit. Bro. Right, which now he covers up with an armband just so that, like, the, the cameras won't catch it by accident? Nah, dog. What makes it gay is not about the grown man shit. You know what I'm saying? It's about the fact that that's not even the squad. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I right. can see, like, that? like, 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 Remy's, you know what I'm saying, a lifelong Knicks fan. So if you got that, you know what I'm saying, that, Pat, you enjoy you wouldn't be like, oh, that's gay. You'd be like, that's his squad. Like, that's his team. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. but if Remy comes next, then he's got the motherfucking Tim Hardaway, you know what I'm saying? Uh, original tenor. I'm like, why are you wearing Golden State? You know what I'm saying? The Reggie Miller, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, the Reggie Miller choke, you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, why, why are you putting up other, you putting that 31 on your skin? Like, I thought you fuck with it. That, that's, that's, that's the gay part. It's not, it's not the fact that it's, you know what I'm saying, another joint. Because, like I said, if you're a fan, like, again, I'm a Dallas fan. I can get a fucking uh, 22 on my shit because, you know what I'm saying, that's my nigga. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, and even like, a, if I had a relationship. You, did. You, you would still be a hoe if you did. But I don't yeah. think, I don't think, I mean, if I had a relationship with that person. No, no, you, no, you would be a hoe if you did. Nah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, a, it's the Cowboys and it's Emma Smith. You would be a hoe if you did. It's the greatest running back of all time and you know it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you would be a hoe if you did, but go on. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that's the thing that fucks me up. It's like, it's not, this is not even a squad, and this is the team that you're playing against. So it's like, yeah. Why like, like, would you, not even, why like, you not even that, like, that in your skin? Like, it don't make sense. Not even that, like, 
it's like because it, it's a it's a it's another man getting a, it's a man getting another man's you know what I'm saying name tattooed on like if like like that gay shit like that gay shit aside you know what I'm saying like if you're not like 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 cuddled up with a uh, motherfucking Steph Curry you know what I'm saying by by motherfucking firelight you know what I'm saying because that's your man <laughs> by, you know what I'm saying your like fireplace man, on on a silk rug you know what I'm saying because that's your bottom you know what I'm saying like. <laughs> You're like, why do you have his tattoo, though? Like, why do you have him tattooed on yourself? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's, like if, if, if that is your lover, if that is your life part, you know what I'm saying? That's one thing, you know what I'm saying? But, right. like, like, come on, bro. Right. I don't know, man. I just feel like if I'm from Chicago and I got 23 on me, you know what I'm saying? That makes sense, yes. But if I'm Chicago, you know what I'm saying? And I motherfucking tat goddamn John Stockton's number on my ass. It's like. All right, I, I got it. This would be like, remember when Lil Wayne celebrated Green Bay winning the Super Bowl extra hard and talked about how he was a Green Bay fan, like, since birth? Mm -hmm. That would be like him having an an Aaron Rodgers tattoo and just celebrating the Saints winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, it's... Playing the Green Bay Packers. Right, somehow playing the Green Bay Packers, right? Like, it's... 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 it's I, I can't fathom putting another team even though Toronto and Golden State aren't aren't rivals necessarily. Right. I can't fathom putting another team's player, whether they're my favorite player or not, on my body permanently. Right. Like what what do I look like with the Giannis Attentacumpo tattoo on me and I love the Sixers? Like that it makes no sense. It makes no, absolutely no sense. Yeah. I, don't agree with, I, I just don't agree with Motherfucking tattoo. I don't, you know, I don't agree with motherfucking tattoos of other human beings. You know what I'm saying? Like on mm. on, on my body. You know what I'm saying? Like, like mm. I love, like I love my wife. I'm never getting a motherfucking okay. Karima tattoo. You know what I'm yes, saying? Like, I agree. Your kids though. I got my I got I got my kids' birthday. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense. I got my wife and my that's, kids. That's me, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. That's your DNA. The niggas used to live in my balls. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> But 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 KD and Steph did not live in Drake's ball, so it makes absolutely no sense. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? Don't 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 do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, if, that, if that's not your man's man, you know what I'm saying? Like right. that's not your your motherfucking midnight love secret love and shit. You know what I'm saying? But um, I think the other part that that needs to be talked about is the fact that uh, another problem is like that this has become a distraction, and partially because of Drake's antics. But the other part about it is that the fucking like uh, what's the goddamn personality of the Raptors? Yeah, I mean the the best player is a fucking mute, <laughs> yeah. is a stone faced mute. So it's yeah. like, like when 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 uh when uh Spike Lee was going crazy on the sidelines, you know what I'm saying? And like, yeah, this guy's like a crazy fanatic. He's you know what I'm saying, fucking blue and orange. You still have Anthony Mason, like no, that, that motherfucker's crazy. You still have Becky, like, he's, like, he's, like, mm-hmm. he's crazy, crazy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? You still yeah. had Chris Childs, two pieces of niggas. You know, exactly. Yeah, so it was like, you know what I'm saying? You still had uh, a team identity. You still had like, this was the workmen's right. team. You still right. had all this stuff to to, to kind of like mute motherfucking Spike Lee. Spike, they, Spike, Spike Lee and the Knicks kind of worked in like, a, like, like tandem, like in a yeah. relationship. They worked. It's like a goddamn Chuck D and Flavor Flav. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You couldn't, you couldn't have a team of all goons and be like, yeah, this is cool. But you had the lovable Spike Lee. Like, okay. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. He's, He's cool, and that worked out. But so, you know what though, like, like we were, like, 
speaking of Spike, you know what I'm saying? Because that's like the closest thing like we can get to this, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's not like Spike didn't do fucking Jordan commercials, you know what I'm saying? Like as Jordan was fucking trying to the Knicks out of the playoffs every That's true. It's gotta be the shoes. Every year, you know what I'm saying? It's gotta be the shoes. The Mars Blackman joints, you know what I'm saying? That was that shit was real. But mm-hmm. like I think this is all like like um Beast be like actual like rivalries and shit in the NBA. There were. It used to it used to be like niggas that hated each other. Like Scottie Pippen to this day doesn't talk to Isaiah Thomas. You know what I'm saying? He's oh, like I hate my, everything. I, that's my. Favorite. I hate everything Isaiah Thomas does though. Anytime you catch a forty for forty, my favorite thing is the fact that these niggas played. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter whether it's niggas that played in the sixties, seventies, nineties. It don't matter. They hate each other to this day. They hate to each other to this day. To this day. To this day. To this day. You know what I'm saying? But that's just happening at the end. You know what I'm saying? And like, I just find it refreshing. You know what I'm saying? Like watching Drake, you know what I'm saying, run up and down the sidelines, creating drama, creating a rival. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, mm-hmm. like, God forbid Toronto pulls this series out. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're going <laughs> to hate Drake forever <laughs> but but the other part about it like you said it can't be can't, can't create a rivalry the reason why they had rivalries back then is because it was literally the same fucking teams playing each other at the top levels like it was the fucking knicks and the bulls in the eastern conference finals like four years in a row and then after that it was the knicks and the goddamn uh uh pacers right or, or, and the, so Lakers, it was like, or the lakers and the bulls oh uh, yeah that's in the championship but it was, yeah. it was just like it was they played each other so many times like, uh, look at the uh the Celtics and the Lakers, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The reason why they have a rivalry is not just because of Magic and Bird, it's because they they won championships back to back. And in the '80s, it was like one time I don't like the in the seven year period, one team won three, one won four. Like it was like yep, it was just yep, yep. Them, them kept playing. Yep. So know. the thing about it is because of the fact that there's no uh, what's the word guarantee that fucking Kawhi's coming back. And we know what this uh, goddamn Raptors team usually does in the playoffs. Like, you know what I mean? It usually doesn't face ad- adversity. Like, this doesn't have to be a fucking uh, a rivalry. So, like... Mm-hmm. It won't, you said it won't even get a chance to be a rivalry, even. No, nah, I, don't, I don't think it will. Especially with the fact that uh, they're talking about blowing up Golden State. So, it's like, I'm not saying that they're not going to be, you know, formidable in the next couple of years, but it's not going to be like what it was, and you got other teams that are closer to the, you know what I mean, closer to uh, Golden State now. Before, yeah. it was like, nobody can contest with them. But. Yeah. I mean, and, and no, also... Not Houston. Definitely <laughs> not Houston. And, I, and at this point, dog, it's, it's less team rivalries, and it's more player rivalries at this point, because... Absolutely. Players, players have turned from... And, and granted, I, under, I understand it, but players have definitely turned from a kind of team loyalty to a, you know, say I'm looking out for myself. So you have players like LeBron and Kawhi and other players who won't even, they won't take team deals. They won't do anything to stay though. They can chase their money and that's fine. But that also lessens the impact of the team versus team thing where back then it was like Jordan wasn't going to where Scotty was going to where Ewing wasn't going nowhere. Reggie wasn't going nowhere. So, like, we had those t- those chances for the Pacers to be rivals with the Knicks. We had the chance for the for the Bulls to be rivals with the Lakers, or the Bulls with Detroit with the Bad Boys and all that. So, 
You know what I'm saying? That's, but that, that's but that's what I'm saying. Like that's like um, at least with Toronto. You know what I'm saying? Like like Golden State got Draymond. They got they got Boogie. You know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. got there's some personalities there. You know what I'm saying? True. There is no personality in Toronto oh, zero. except for Drake. <laughs> like, bro, they got this nigga. This nigga Siakam, you know what I'm saying? Who's who's balling crazy? They said that he was in school to be a priest, like he was a monastery, dog. Like that's his, his whole demeanor, dog. Like he dropped 32 to him and smile. This nigga was like, uh, he was 14 for 17. He made 11 straight baskets and didn't smile. Didn't smile. Didn't raise the roof. Didn't do none of that. It was just, didn't do the silencer. Like it was just. Like even like, like even your boy Kyle Lowry, you know what I'm saying? Like he like he's hanging on by a thread, you know what I'm saying? Because he doesn't want to fuck anything up, you know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> and he's from Philly, so you know he's really hanging on by a thread. <laughs> and so like so he's been, he's been a, a fucking deaf mute, you know what I'm saying? The whole playoffs, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, like Kawhi took the heat, Kawhi can handle this, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he's doing that, he's doing that, he's doing that Philly shit, bro. When it's that P come, he's standing right still. I'm not going. <laughs> Can we transition into that? Uh, can we transition into the root pick? Might as well. Might as well, bro. Let me just say this, though. You know what I'm saying? Wrapping yeah. up real quick. The series now 1-1. They lost uh, the game of the night. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Katie's out. Looked like Clay got a pulled hamstring, whatever. I said this before. And I'll say it again. Toronto has a gang of perimeter defenders. Mm-hmm. That nigga OG Ananobi didn't come back yet, but he's another nigga that's like, you know what I'm saying, one of those 6'9", 145. All I want to do is, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> All I want to do is run. Yeah, it's all I want to do. Run through screens. Bro, <laughs> you know like, if you look at the joint last night, like, yeah, Curry got off, but he was struggling, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. still almost gave up the, the game at the end. Mm-hmm. They, it's fucking uh, Kawhi on Draymond, Danny Green on Steph or Clay. They put Van Bleet on, on Steph and uh, let the perimeter players lock, lock him down, bro. Like, they have a lot of perimeter defenders that can get the job done. I think this is the best matchup possible for NBA playoffs. Mm. What, what, they had, what Toronto has to do, you know what I'm saying, is just run switches until you, until you get Kyle Lowry attacking the shit out of uh, Steph Curry on every goddamn play. Mm. No, I think you know I mean I feel like they good. I feel like they they, they should have won game uh, last night. It's just like, bro, they missed a a shit ton of open shots. You know I say, but like, but like your boy, like your boy Steph usually go off in like the third quarter. You know, third third quarter going in the fourth. You know yeah, you set your watch to it. Take take his legs out in the first half, bro. It's like, yo, all you get is Kyle Larry bulldog shit. You know no, what I, I'm no, I mean I give you that. I just feel like the, the shit they got going is, is for them is working. It's just they just missed a whole bunch of open shots. Like in the first game. I think they uh, had like uh, they were like over sixty percent for three. In this game, there was like twenty percent. You know what I'm saying? Like you just couldn't make goddamn thing. Um, and that, that one stretch in the third quarter where they like no one scored on either side for like four minutes. Mm. And it's great defense being played, but like, you just score a bucket. And Kawhi does look like he's uh, kind of tiring and running down. Um, he's doing a lot. He is doing a lot. Bless his soul. You know what I'm saying? Bless his heart. But, yeah, but uh, I think that, like, they got the they got the blueprint. I don't know about when KD comes back, but I feel like the way that they're currently constructed without KD, and when uh, what do you call it went out? When um Clay went out, they went to that box and one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that was holding uh, Steph uh, down. So I was like, they they got the, the the players to do it. They just need to score some buckets, bro. Mm-hmm. 
it, it kills me. It kills me that uh that a zone defense does anything to go to state. They move the ball so ridiculously. Though. But but if you look at right. how they move it, like it's, it's, it's predicated on their shooters. Like you know what I'm saying. So it's like they move the ball endlessly, and it's like none of these niggas want to take the open shot. That's why they were running that shit. Like Iguodala doesn't want the open shot. Draymond doesn't want the open shot. Like unless it's in the paint. Like uh, you know what I'm saying. Um, ben Simmons, like they they just defer. So it's like if I can keep the ball out of these two niggas' hands or limit what they do, we should be straight. But you mm. gotta make buckets. Mm. Like I like I don't like I feel like KD coming back gonna mean absolutely nothing because Toronto has Drake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm telling you, like. Like I was saying, like I was telling uh, I was telling uh, the bull Ab and the bull Chris, you know what I'm saying? Like this thing Drake needs to wear like a full motherfucking Golden State Warriors, you know what I'm saying? Like uniform, like in Oakland, and then stand on the sideline and call for the ball all game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. When, uh, when KD comes back, OG and Obi's gonna come back. He gonna play all playoffs, dog. And like they have a matchup for everybody, dog. Like, they got players. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like this would be the best place for Kawhi to stay, just because this is the best place to win the championship going forward. Especially, like I said, if Golden State fucking breaks up, first the Fat Boys broke up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But if the uh, Golden State Warriors break up after this, like they got it, bro. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's 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 go ahead and move on. We're gonna talk basketball. It'll be too long. We need to talk about a riot. Mm. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> we need to talk about the Roots picnic in which your boy Jay Remy and yours truly attended with a with a whole cadre of friends and characters. Um, your boy Ab, Young Chris, Serrano, back. back. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't front. <laughs> um. We got uh, Tia Tybo, she was there. Uh, the homegirl Dez, she was there. Jay Shorty, like it was a whole bunch of us, man. We were in effect, of course. You know what I'm saying I don't know if I said Ab because I've been drinking, but Ab was there. Um, it was a good time had by all. We saw a whole bunch of wonderful acts. I mean, Remy, Remy missed Ari Lennox, which is cool. But Remy came I was going to say, boy, that, that Noriega, the Nora Ari Lennox. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that Ari <laughs> She wears a, that nigga uh, wears a Shea Butters. You know <laughs> <laughs> um, but Remy, but Remy came in at the right time. He got to see young Miami do her thing as this city girl. Um, the lone city girl, you know what I'm saying? Hold it now. Hashtag free JT. Um, we got we got to see a whole bunch of wonderful things. Uh, she, dog, she twerked like nobody's business, which was fantastic. Because she, cause she could barely rap, so uh, the twerking was fantastic. She looked fantastic. Um, we got to see uh, Black Thought do his live mixtape thing with Most Def and uh, Pharrell Mach at the end, which was oh. amazing. Yeah, um, yeah, Pharrell Mach out of nowhere. That's always dope. To, to see him do like get the fuck up. Simon says get the fuck up. And mm. like the whole crowd go crazy. Is did the girls rub on their titties? No girls rubbed on their titties, which is very disappointing to me. You know what? Like, but like, he edited that joint out. Did he? Uh, yeah, like he, he, he didn't say, say uh, it myself, so I didn't notice. 
He didn't say like he didn't say rubbing he's like he didn't say girls rubbing your titties and shit. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's why they did. And like and like that shit was very like uh like me too ish, you know what I'm saying? Like mm. did you did you change that did you change up the classic hip hop joint, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cause you didn't want people calling you like like the or your or your toxic masculinity, you right. know what I'm saying? Like fuck out of here, you know what I'm saying? Right. Get the fuck up. Right. Simon says Simon get says, the fuck up, bro. Get the fuck up. Um yeah, I said it. <laughs> but after that, and, and this is what I want to spend just a, a little bit of time on. You may have heard, you may not have heard, there was a little bit of a stampede at the Roots Picnic, literally. Um, so Remy and I, we so at this so at this point, after Black Thought goes off a uh, stage, after him and most death, I'm sorry, y'all seen they do their thing. We go back to the main First area. of all, we get we get summoned back to the fucking main area, you know what I'm saying? Because other people wanted to see Raphael Sadiq and shit. Yes. yes. Some people that won't be named, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like like, like I didn't want them to see what like Raphael right. Sadiq. You know right. What I'm Unnamed folks said that they were sacrificing seeing Black Thought just to keep our spot. So we went back to keep our spot so that they could go see Raphael Sadiq. Which they mm. ended they did not end up seeing Raphael Sadiq. Um after the party? Uh, well, that's the hotel lobby. Um, mm-hmm. But, so Remy and I are with some young ladies. And we're, we're chilling at the blanket. Because you could bring blankets to this Roots picnic, which you could not do before. And at some point, as 21 Savage, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, London's own, is um. performing. At some point, the crowd starts panicking and at, like, that, at that point I'm thinking it's just a fight because that's what happens at these things but Remy, Remy what were you going to say like alright so like your boy uh, 21 was performing you know what I'm saying 20, 20. and like I don't like while I don't understand it, I could understand niggas getting turned up to like 21 stats I legit did not hear a word that he said but like what I did see, you know, what I'm saying like sitting down with the young ladies, you know, what I'm saying I saw like a wall of dust go up, you know, what I'm saying like mm-hmm. a like a good like mi- like thirty seconds. We're talking before it, we talking Method Man dust or just regular? <laughs> <laughs> like it, it, like it was a huge dirt patch in front of the stage where where my man was performing, you know, what I'm saying so like I couldn't tell if it was just like niggas dancing extra hard to uh, a lot, you know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. they were doing a lot. <laughs> do it a lot, to a lot, or the, or, or someone was fighting. See, you know, I'm saying I was sitting. Did you hear any gunshots? I just no. saw motherfuckers take off and start running. Yes. you know what I'm saying. Yes. And I sat there for like for for an extra half second. I was like, I didn't hear no gunshot. What the fuck is everybody running for? Yes. But then I saw a, a motherfucking wall of human beings. You know what I'm saying? Like coming straight at me. You know what I'm saying? The panic on their and, faces was something like, old. And it wasn't, it wasn't, I wasn't running from what they were running from. I was running from them. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to get, I didn't want to get trampled under this wall of White Walkers from motherfucking season eight, episode three, bro. That's what it was too, just to be clear. And so like, and so like we had the young ladies with us, you know what I'm saying? I got the, I got the young ladies to their feet. I dropped my phone and then like, I stopped to pick up my phone. And uh, like, when I stopped to pick up my phone, I was like, oh, this shit ain't that serious. You know what I'm saying? But the young ladies were still but the young ladies were still panicking, you know what I'm saying? So like yeah. like like I I put the 
the Remy back shield, you know, what I'm oh, like yeah. around around his body, you know, like Kareem would be so. <laughs> he was like, you shot, you got shot for some random bitches, some right. random Philly bitches, right? right. But, like, but like, I, I didn't want nobody who was there with, you know, what I'm saying to, to, to take that L, you know, what I'm saying, like, yeah. Which is which is yeah. also exactly what I did because as that wall of people came towards me, I didn't have time to look backwards to see what Remy you was stuck doing. The elbow out, no, you just like, <laughs> parted the wave. Yeah, so, so I didn't have time to look back and take note of what Remy was doing because by the time I had looked back to see what was going on back behind me, Remy had already ushered a few of the young ladies who was hanging with us away from ta- away to safety. I had also got up to make sure I used my body to shield a few of the young ladies who hadn't made it out of the way yet. Once they made it out of the way, I turned around because, like Remy, I had not heard gunshots. And also, I really liked my blanket. So I wasn't going to leave <laughs> my blanket. Um, and here's my favorite part, Boom Dynamite. And hand to God, Jay Shorty can also attest to this. My homegirl, Jay Shorty, WHBC, back in the day. She's awesome. Love her to death. Um, I turned back around, and I saw titties coming towards me, Boom Dynamite. Yo, like, <laughs> the titties. long titties. The kind I like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, so I turned around, and it's this bigger black woman. God bless her heart. She was trying to do the hand bra thing of holding her titties in. But what she was doing was holding her shoulder uh-huh. and her titties had split the difference. Uh-huh. So you got one titty on one side of the forearm and the other titty was on the other side of the forearm. Both of them were out. Both of them were running in opposite directions of her. Right. So I saw these titties come towards me and I knew it was real at that point. I still had not heard gunshots, but I knew it was real. So as I stand there at my blanket looking to where the action came from, I noticed that pretty much everybody had cleared out. A few people had made it their way back to the blanket, said, we got to go, time to go. Um, at some point, Remy made his way back with the young ladies. Jay Shorty, who didn't run far, but she ran, but didn't run far, said to me, knowledge, that was traumatizing. But did you see those titties? <laughs> she did. And I she died. Did. I she died. Was, she was way more traumatized by the swinging titties, dog. Like, she was. Did anything, anything else that happened? <laughs> oh, that was, that was a crazy experience. Traumatic to some people. Actually, five people got hurt. One person broke their foot. Um, it was an actual, like, for real... Bad scene. That's a real stampede. Like they lost like children and shit. Yeah, like, like, like it was a... separated from their parents. It was it was absolutely nuts. Here's the f- real funny thing: the people who went to see Raphael Sadiq, Raphael Sadiq knew nothing of me, had though. absolutely no knowledge of what happened. <laughs> uh, from Motherfucking what... drinking tea and crumpets, you know, saying right. with their pinkies fully extended and shit. <laughs> from from what we hear, Raphael Sadiq had a fantastic set. Fonte came out. Bilal with his coked up self came out and, um. and it was fantastic from what we hear. Uh, we were being traumatized by Stampede. They got that. Um, but after that, her went on to perform. She did fantastic. It was amazing. And then to close the night out, The Roots did the, what was it, 20 or 25 year of, 20 year. 
20 years. Of things fall apart. Yeah. Um, this was where the magic happened, Boom Dynamite. We I heard about my mans came out. Which which one? Seagull. Yeah, so so let's start with how it progresses. So they do all they're doing all the things fall apart. They get to double trouble. Most uh, death comes back out. They do uh, double trouble. They then break into uh uh Umi says. So most death gets to do Umi says with the roots. Mm, shine a light on the world. Which was amazing, right? Um, they after that they break into this real crazy and Remy can Remy can talk about this better than I can. Nick. This real crazy sample method. So Remy, tell them about that. Dude, like they were just taking like every classic hip hop song though, and like breaking it down to like to the sample. Like they would take the sample for like like um, I'm trying to think of a good one. They did this crazy joint with this Stevie. Yeah, with the Stevie Wonder joint. I had no idea, dog. No, like, shimmy, shimmy, shimmy was a motherfucking Stevie Wonder sample. No dog. idea, dog. I fell out, dog. It was nuts. <laughs> so at first they're playing, um, what was it? I don't want to bore you with it, but I love you, I love you, I love you. Yeah. That joint, boom. They played that joint. And they took the piano from that beginning part and looped it, and it became shimmy, like, shimmy, y'all. I said, nigga. Nick, <laughs> live they in front did, of our uh, faces, they did that shit. Like, the, like the, the shit was just, the shit was just nuts. Like they, like they like uh, they did like every fucking song, bro. It was nuts. Like yeah, the uh, it was crazy. hey, they did um, uh, the far side running, which is one of my favorite. I said this on the podcast. It's one of my favorite beats of all time. Mm-hmm. They they did the the um the Brazilian joint first. And then did yeah. like with the like fucking Questlove is drumming fucking a Brazilian sample, and yep. then they switched into Far Side to running, like they did. Uh, I this is when I set up. They did Camp Lowe's, Uh, this is it. What uh, falling from the sky live on stage in front of us. Yes, yeah, done. Um, so it was amazing. So after that, they immediately go into hip hop. You the love of my life. In which Common comes yeah, out. I'm good on that. I'm good on that. Does his first, but but boom. What if I tell but, you? What if I tell you Common did? I used to love her with the Roots as the band. That's dope. I just know that. Uh, and what and what I love most, she has so much soul. Boom. I know. I know. He and also got Ice Cube got into it. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. Yeah. He also did the light, which was dope to see. Well, the light was dope. And he did, he did some new joint he was doing. I wasn't I wasn't really feeling it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But you know what I'm <laughs> Matter of fact, like when he came when he came out with the joint, I was like, where's Boom? You know what I'm saying? Like he's, vom- <laughs> he's vomiting somewhere, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Somewhere <laughs> somewhere in America, Boom is vomiting. You know what I'm saying? So so at some point while the roots are performing, your boy young Chris says to us, yo, if they will Seagull out here to do adrenaline, <laughs> I'm done. Right? Boom Dynamite, what happens? Brought out my man. That's what happened. No. <laughs> so Adrenaline comes on. Black Thought does his verse. Dice Raw does his verse. Black Thought does Malik's verse. And then Beanie Siegel appears. Whisper raps and all that. Yes. Does his verse. 
And then they break into Rock the Mic and Freeway comes out. Yes! <laughs> Hold up, though, Boom. We're not done yet, bro. We're not done yet. Because then they break into Can't Stop, Won't Stop, and the Young Guns come out. Uh, Nifi? Chris and Lil Nifi. They then do what we do is wrong. Wrong. Oh. Live, live with the band. You know what I'm saying? Band. Like, never slap you, man. <laughs> so Beans did Jay's verse. You know what I'm saying? Beans did Jay's verse. You can call me the piano man. Oh my God. It was it was one of the most amazing things. And at that point, I my voice was great. And at that point, my voice was gone. We were good, you know, and like, like, uh, like all, like they could have stopped the show there, they but did they can't it? No, but, they did but did they can't it? No, they, did, they not. did not. Because they bring out Jilly from Philly, bro. You can't do things fall apart and not do you got. They did bring, bring out Jilly out, from Philly. Do you got me, dog? Written by out, Jilly from Philly. They bring out right. this guy's titties, dog. It's like you, you're done, right? So they do you got me. They go into a whole medley of Jill Scott singing. They go, yeah, they they listen, they, yo, listen. But hold up. Jill Scott also did um uh silent treatment. She sung the part from silent treatment randomly. Right. Randomly, dog. Like that wasn't even a part of the set. She sung silent treatment. But then she went from silent treatment into you're here, I'm pleased. I really think uh, you're company. Like what? I, 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 I turned to Remy and I said, yo, if Jill keeps singing like this, we're going to end up pre- being pregnant. Me and him. <laughs> That's the, Everybody I'm, left pregnant. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the queen of being in the 30s, dog. You know <laughs> but yo, what song was she doing at the very end, you know what I'm saying? When they, when they wrapped the show up, you know what I'm saying? And they, the Roots, the, 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 root, the legendary Roots crew just flipped the joint into the, um, oh, man. Okay. the, the Hovey Baby sample, yeah, dog. Yeah. I'm not- I said, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm, I'm not sure what song Jill was doing, but boom, at the very end, I shit you not, for literally, literally five seconds. And this is what blew my mind. For five seconds, they ended the show with the breakdown from Hovey Baby. Oh, my God. Get a drum or something? And it was like, it had, they, there was like no lead up to it. It had nothing to do with Jill Scott. It had song. nothing to do with the They just did it. <laughs> And that, it's like, like Remy damn there faded. I ran so filthy. It was, it was one of the most amazing Roots shows that I've ever seen. And I've seen a lot of Roots shows. This was one <laughs> of the most amazing Roots shows that I've ever seen. Can I ask you a question? What's up? Did you have a chew stick? I left my chew stick. My, you think I'm playing? My chew stick is right here on my desk. I did not have it with me, though. Um. Yeah, I didn't have it with me though, but it was mind blown, dog. So we had a stampede, we had a crazy roots um, concert, and uh, and I got to kick it with the fam, man. Uncle Remy got to see the baby. You know what I'm saying? I told the baby to not listen to her parents, which I don't nah. really appreciate. But nah, you know, she in charge. She in charge. It's, it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's whatever. But uh, boom, dynamite. She's already in charge. Yeah, 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 she is. Um, boom, dynamite. You you got to come up. You got to come up next year. You got to make it a full full house, bro. I need it, bro. You need it, and you want it. I do. All right, so 
Since we're speaking of raps, Boom Dynamite, you put something up really interesting in our chat room. And that, uh, well, that yeah. you, you, go, go ahead, you explain, you explain, you put it up. So, question asked, uh, is it acceptable to have a ghostwriter? Um, especially if it's a mega hit. Is there a problem with ghostwriting 2019? Mm. If for the right price, you can make your shit tighter. You know what I mean? Remy? Yes. <laughs> Hands down. That was the same. Like I like I, and like I like I res- like I like I respect the ghostwriter like culture, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I think that's a, I think that's something very difficult to do. You know what I'm saying? Like write like fire bars for somebody else and then like n- and then not hear it said by you, you know what I'm saying? Like you like like writing a hit song. And then not get, and then not getting like the motherfucking like uh like the word of mouth and the and the, and the fame off of that shit, you know what I'm saying? Like knowing that something you wrote, you know what I'm saying? Watching some lame nigga blow up, you know what I'm saying? Off off of some shit that you created, you know what I'm saying? That that I can see that I can see that hurting. That's a huge sacrifice, you know what I'm saying? For for art, for culture, you know what I'm mm-hmm. But like, I don't think like especially rapper like rappers, you shouldn't be allowed to have ghostwriters, bro. Mm. At all. Mm. It started. It started from you know what I'm saying. Using your own pen to write your own poems. Right. And yeah, I, I get it. Um, boom down to my. I was confused. Why? Why? Why the distinction of especially if it's a hit? What does it matter if it's a hit or not? I mean, I feel like so. Like if you're. So th- th- this is the, the parallel. The parallel is like, you know what I'm saying, like for like singers or whatever, right? So like if I write a song for so-and-so. Um, but say like I am a hardcore rapper, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I got uh, this little poppy joint that's going to crack off, but I can't do it because that's not my, my lane, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes it a little bit more acceptable. Like Remy was saying, I don't agree with it for rappers, you know what I'm saying? Because of the fact that like with singers, like, you can write some lyrics and be like, yo, you know, I can't sing like Whitney Houston. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have the chops to to I don't got that, I don't got that instrument, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, but like right. to deliver it the way that, that can be done. And in hip hop, to me, it's supposed to be like that with producers. Like, yo, I made this beat for so and so because I feel like his voice, his flow would be crazy on this. Like, mm-hmm. that's the parallel. Like, I made this beat for, you know what I'm saying, woo woo. Mm-hmm. But uh with rappers, like, like you said, you, you you get exalted for your pen. Like, you know what I'm saying? In the, in the, in the beginnings of raps, it was like, if someone said the shit that you wrote or came up with was whack, like, that was how you got into a fight. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, don't, don't call what I, don't, don't say what I do is whack. Like, you know what I mean? Or, or if you bit somebody else's rhyme, that was, that was also a fight. I hate right. a rhyme by this rhyme. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. I hate it. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know, man. I feel like, like, uh, I don't know, man. Maybe if like 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 Will I Am wrote some shit and it was just like this shit is hard. Mm-hmm. I can't say this right now because I'm getting this you know Nickelodeon money. But <laughs> right, 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 right. I'm gonna slide this to Thug Rapper number two. You know what I'm saying? Now, now you do make a, a interesting point with that too because you, we talk about Royce the Five Nine being being like a great great rapper who's written for Diddy. You can find his name in Diddy's credits. We talk about Jay Z, which we talked about pre-show writing for Dre, writing for Foxy Brown, writing for Mace, writing for a lot of people. Um, Nas, writing for Foxy Brown, writing for others. Biggie, writing for Kim. Um, 
I think it also depends on who is rapping it because we can't, we can't talk about Ghost Rider without talking about the, the great mad skills or, or skills in his song Ghost Rider where he named a bunch of people and edited it out. Um, like, can you imagine? It's one thing to find out that Mad Skills wrote for, I don't know, like Foxy Brown. It's another thing to find out, like, Mad Skills wrote for, like, fucking Naughty by Nature or some shit like that. Never would happen. Right. Which you would think it would never happen. Maybe it did. I don't know. But it would be... No disrespect, Treacherous Pen. <laughs> and Treacherous one of the greats, too, low-key. But, yes. but I'm saying, like, to say that it's... Is it okay? I think we need to make that distinction of, is it okay? If it's going to pop, most likely it's going to be one of those poppy rappers. It's not really going to be a hardcore... It's not going to be Billy Dance in, in, in Lil right. Fame. What about, like, what about the fact, like, you talked about Fox or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're like Jay and you got this, this that, you know what I'm saying, um, lineup of rappers... You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. what do we need at this point to like, I mean, diversify and have the most fan base ever? I need a female rapper. Right. To be in the crew. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? I feel like depending on... I feel that, like that's whack. That's whack by itself. You know what I'm saying? That you needed to have the female rapper in the crew. You okay, know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, that concept. You're trying to put the, what, you trying to put together like a boy band or some shit? You know what I'm saying? No, that's, that, no, that's that a smart thing. It, no, I don't think it is. I think, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you look at No Limit, if you look at these joints who are just like, look, I'm, and, and if you remember, like, you know what I'm saying, in, uh, in hip-hop, especially, like, you know what I'm saying, in the, in the 90s, it was so many niches. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you can get the hardcore rap, you can get the hardcore, you get all these different stuff. And it's like, it only makes sense to diversify your, you know what I'm saying, your, your staff such that you can make as much money possible. Yeah, you know I mean, like, I feel yeah. like it just, it just made sense. Like, you know I mean, I'm gonna get him, him, and him. Yes. Because they're hot now. Because this is what the game is called for. Yeah. You know I mean, and and, and I, I understand the need because look, the perfect example of this is Slaughterhouse. Slaughterhouse is four hardcore rhymers that we all love that didn't sell shit. Nope. Now, if they would have added a. Uh, 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 a Remy Ma to it, maybe they pop a little bit more. I don't know. As a concept, it's whack, but as a business move, it's great because, like you said, boom, you get to diversify. You would get your you would get your Royce the Five Nine and Remy Ma joint, or your Joe Button and Remy Ma joint, or your Joel and Remy Ma versus just four hardcore rhymers who do the lyrical miracle rapidy rap shit that we love that don't sell for shit. So I get it. And it also, concept, but. it also affects your art because, like, you got, like, Jay-Z uh, doing, like, a sunshine where I can have, like, I can I can show you another aspect of my True. You know, character or my rhyming prowess in a storytelling about me and this girl. Like, you know, so, right. or, or you look at Foxy and the firm, like, like you got to have, it made sense for the firm to have, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A, a, a female that that did that show, or for Eve to be the the pit bull on the skirt, like it made mm-hmm. sense for her. Like that's what made sense in that group. Like you know what I mean, yeah. we still need like a, a smooth looking bitch that'll rock them to sleep. Like we still right. need that. Right. So, and then you have you have um, 
Cassidy writing rhymes for E. So you got this 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 hardcore at the time, you know, at that time top battle rapper. Not now, but at that time, writing these crazy hooks and, and rhymes for Eve, who's the pitbull and the skirt first lady of of the Rough Riders. So yeah, I get it. Um, yeah, you need that sometimes. Like I said, if I want to make a song and I want to have a go, I want to back and forth with this this chick. Like you know what I'm saying? Like ain't no nigga. Like you know what I'm saying? Like right. yeah, yeah. That, that is literally like a nigga trying to holler at a bitch on the block, and she got a smart mouth, and he's like witty, and he's trying to holler. And it's back and forth. Like, yeah. I need but, it. But in that case, I accept the Ghost Rider because in that case, Jay-Z is going to write that whole rhyme. And then Foxy Brown is just going to say the part that she needs to say. Or or you got... Um, it's like coming of age. Yes, coming of, Jay-Z writes coming of age. Memphis Bleak does his part. Or, the, or whatever joints that Biggie and Kim are on, like Get Money. Biggie writes the whole thing, and then Kim does her part. That makes sense to me. Now, a... I don't like it. <laughs> now, somebody sitting down and crafting all the... Offset sitting down and crafting Cardi B's whole album, and Cardi B is only just rapping? That's whack. I agree. That's whack. I don't like it. I'm on Remy's side on that. No, sir, I don't like it. I, I, I totally agree. When, once you're not involved in the process... I'm about a process, I mean, like the, like, you know what I mean? Like the end production. Like, if, if, if Young Gav had a career, mm-hmm. that's just a joke. But uh, <laughs> if, if Young Gav was spitting and he, some, <laughs> and he had some back and forth shit, like with his sister, like that shit would have been popping. Right. But right. If, I, if I'm not in this, this scene altogether, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, again, if I have to look in the liner notes to find out that, you know yeah. what I'm saying, yeah. that Jay Z wrote it. If you, if you, if you find out Young <laughs> Gab Vessler had no parts of this song, you know what I'm saying? Like, if if you find out Young Gab, Jay Z, and Nas in the Trackmasters wrote all of Foxy Brown's Ill Nana, and Inga right. Merchant had nothing to do with it, that's fucking whack. Like Inga, Inga gotta write something. She might not be able to hear what she wrote, but she wrote. Chapter Tony Pope. Um. That's, uh, it. <laughs> that's how they had to be. that's how uh, Foxy dudes start rapping, you know what I'm saying? They had a tone and poker. You know what I'm saying? Like Fox, go in. Beats on. That's all. Yeah, I, I just lost my fucking question, bro. I had a joint. Uh, but the um, tone of poke threw me left. <laughs> but yeah, as far as far as Oh, I I got it though. So I think we're all on the same level with this ghostwriting shit, right? Mm-hmm. But what we cannot do is take away from the fact that when these niggas had the ghostwriters, you know what I'm saying? They produce classic albums. Like the Chronic is classic. Yeah. No way. No way out is classic. Yeah. Shout out to the DOC. Shout out to the DOC. This is true. I like Foxy Brown. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just saying, bro. Like, but like. Hardcore is classic. I'm talking about not like the Chronic and No Way Out. Like they're like you know what I'm saying top fifty LPs. Y'all. Like they got joints on top of joints on top of joints. Yeah, yeah. And shout out to Jadakiss. Exactly. You know what I'm saying. And Biggie. Yeah. I just feel like I mean, there's a place. I feel like you know what I'm saying. Like if you're Diddy, you know what I'm saying, or you're you're uh, fucking Dr. Dre, where you're respected as something else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like 
Dr. Dre clearly did all the instrumentation. He clearly, you know what I'm saying, made the whole goddamn G-Funk uh, uh, sound. He wrote he wrote the soundtrack for the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. That they still copy and, to this day. To this and, day. <laughs> to this day. And I don't I don't know that. I'll say this with, with the Dr. Dre album, that the lyrics weren't even that really important. They weren't. I don't know that like you could take something like a line from the chronic and be like, yeah, this is where you kill me. But the sound, everything put together, the total, you know what I'm saying, the, the total picture makes it like, I'm cool with it. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. yeah. I don't want to hear Dr. J rap. <laughs> you don't? I mean, I don't want to hear him rap, like, you know what I'm saying, his own rap. I don't want to hear, like, fucking World Class Wrecking Crew. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. Lonzo, <laughs> nigga. And, and, all right, so, so what, I, what I also want to say is, um, I think, boom, with, with the distinction we need to make then is, is that there's a certain segment of, of hip hop that is more akin to the poppy radio uh, type music, like R&B, where in R&B, everybody's a writer. Right. You know what I'm saying? Beyonce writes songs, but she also has a team of writers who write songs for her and with her. And Neil so, writes for everybody, yeah. And Neil writes for everybody. So if we're going to, we need, we would then need to separate out, like you said, the, the Dre's and the Diddy's, the ones who make these mega hits, that they can have writers, but you, my my nigga, like you know, what I'm saying, little little box on the corner, you know what I'm saying, you can't <laughs> have a little ghost, box. You can't have a ghostwriter <laughs> if you want to get respected with your rhymes. Like I need to know what you spitting, not what Quentin wrote for you. You know what I'm saying? This nigga said. And I quote, I don't write rhymes, I write checks. He did say that. Which is funny because somebody else wrote that for him. And, and, and they wrote it, they did a good job of doing that. That's his personality <laughs> to the But like I said, it was, it was accepted. It like, you know what I'm saying? It was accepted because uh, Diddy never came on and shit like, respect my pen. Like, I'm a rapper. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, he never said that. And because of that, and that's why I think it like, goes to the, that, that, that qualifier when it was talking about like, if it's a hit, I'm not talking about a hit song. I'm talking about has, it has to be astronomical as an album. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? For it to be excused. It has to be like, like I said, a total work. Motherfucking mm-hmm. No Way Out is a total work from, you know, the, the passing of Biggie and the, and the uh, fucking, um, uh, fucking, um, not, what's, not, not Bono, what's the nigga's name? Sting. The Sting. Uh, we'll be uh, missing you. Like, like that, was, that was a whole joint. And then on top of that, like the, the album's got legs, like it's got joints that so make sense. Like it's it's a it's a very well put together album. Yeah. So unless you got like a one caliber, like you know what I'm saying, production and concepts and execution, you can't mm-hmm. have no ghostwriter. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, absolutely. And and on top of that, you're not talking about how you're the best rapper or how you're a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're just a regular nigga, like I put this together, like I fuck with you. Mm-hmm. I hear, you. I hear. You. But if, if you just want to, like, you know, spank my pen type shit, you know what I mean? Nah, daddy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, before I do the black faces, Randy, did you know that Tiana, Tiana Trump had a little sister? How, how old are we talking? Nah, she's, she's, of, <laughs> she's of age, and apparently she busted down. Dog, why did y'all not tell me that a uh, motherfucking Valkyrie goes out with goddamn Janelle Monet? I thought you knew that. I thought that was known. I thought that was known. Dog. It's on you. Dog, Kim told me, 
And then she's like, you know what I'm saying? Walk past me, I was on my phone looking at pictures and shit. She was like, I shouldn't have told you shit. I'm like, I ain't know, man. God damn. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta, I send you a link to this somehow. But yeah, apparently Tiana Trump, little sister. I'm on point up. He's down. Now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a mobile account. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> That's a really weird thing to talk about before I talk about the Black Business of the Week. The Black Business this week, though, is a coloring book app from a black husband and wife team as uh, promoted on shopblack.us, which is one of the main sources I I use to find black businesses. We have um, the power couple of Moyo Akome and Mm -hmm. Nasilia Matthews Akome. Um, oh, the last name. There, let me find the, the the name of the app. Um, Muyo is the computer scientist and app guy, and she and, and he handles the project management with the development team. Um, she does the drawing in, in the in the creative side. Um, the app is called Color Noir. Mm. So if right. you if you want a coloring app on iOS, um. And it's on the way soon to Instagram. Search for Color Noir. On Instagram, Color Noir app is how you go see it. Um, you can go to appmagic.co C-O, slash color. That's how you can download it onto your iOS device, your Apple device. If you have an Android, just hold on. But what you need to do is you need to go to, to Instagram and go to Color Noir app. It's crazy what they're going to have in their app for your kids to color. Um, they're on their Instagram. They got a joint Jay Z crazy detail. Um, it's black girl magic all over this joint. Black girl with the crown. Black girl playing the bass. Um, the black girl with the top, the top uh, puffy joint, the puffy afro joint. The pineapple. It's it's crazy the stuff that's on here. So, like I said, Color Noir, Color Noir app on um on Instagram. Go to your iOS store, search for Color Noir, or you can go to AppMagic.co/color. That's going to take you directly to the iOS app store, so that you can have this app on your phone. Download it for your kids. Or download it for yourself. Adults like doing coloring books. It helps them. Yeah, it helps them deal with stress. It helps them deal with their anxiety. Download it for yourself. It's dope. You can color in your own black girl magic. So um, at magic.co slash color or color noir in the app store. That's how you do it. Only available for iOS right now. Android comes soon. Pause. Mm, shit. So baby Russian nigga. Soon come. You don't know. Get on that. It's a four. It's a four seven out of five in the iOS store. I didn't even see that before until just just this moment. Four seven out of five. You can't go wrong with that. Mm. All right. So color noir. That's the app. Get it. It's free. I'm sure there's like some some paid part of it. Uh, yeah, as in app purchases. So just make sure you lock it down before your kids spend like a hundred dollars on it. Right. Um, right. But you know, do that. So now for the music of the week, which we may or may not have music this week, Jay Remy. 
I mean, you know, I you know I got shit, but motherfucking um, the Vu's picnic ended on the motherfucking Hovey baby shit. Sure did. So you know I've been listening to Hovey baby. You know? oh, <laughs> the be a millionaire sample. You know, what I'm like this shit goes so hard. My man, uh, I forgot who I forgot who just Blaze got pulled in. To play Blaze the drums, I forget the uh, <laughs> I forget the nigga's name, <laughs> but uh, I think it was I'm pretty sure it was the same nigga who did the drums on um, "Show Me What You Got." Mm. And "Show Me you What You Got" so, is a crazy, show, crazy. Me, show Me What You Got" drums is nuts, and crazy. like and like the, there's a video somewhere on YouTube of uh, of uh, Just Blaze like making a beat for that shit, mm-hmm. and like it, and like normally Just Blaze comes with a little bit, you know, what I'm saying? he was like, nah. I'm bringing in the professionals. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he has this nigga just go in, just go ape shit. You know what I'm saying? And on the drum for like 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, but, um, oh real, real quick, I don't mean to interrupt you, Remy, but also another, uh, if you want to look up, if you go down this Just Blaze video rabbit hole, make sure you look up the, the video that of him making the beat for the um, Juel Santana joint with the orchestra. <laughs> Did take it on? What's up? No, not that joint. Um, it was a joint for like Reeboks or Nikes or something like that. The beat is crazy because it's it's literally like the orchestra. He brings in the orchestra, samples the violins, and then makes the beat out of that. And then has the violins play over the beat. So it's it's crazy. So anyway, go on. Man. So like um yeah, just rabbit hole and uh Justin Blaze. You know what I'm saying? Check check out one check out one uh what's the name of the damn song? The motherfucking uh Kingdom Come. No, don't, do like, don't do that, y'all. Don't do that. No, just just the one song. Just the one song. Just the one song. Okay. Just the one song. And not not not, not for the Jay Z song that it became. You know what I'm <laughs> for for the single that he took it from, dog. That Rick James, dog. Mm. No one ever, no one ever in a million years would think to sample that part of the song, though. Oh, you talking? Yeah, but, oh, oh yeah, yeah. But ju- yeah, but yeah. just it, because it's definitely it's definitely a free sample. You talking about when he put you know, super free? Exactly. Yeah. That she's alright yeah. with me. Yeah. And that's the whole beat. Yeah. But um, yeah, I fell down the ju- the just blaze rabbit hole. You know what I'm saying? And that's 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 all I had. But yeah, thank you, Roots. How do Roots do that? You know what I'm saying? Every time I go see a Roots show, like I end up falling down like a different artist rabbit hole. Though, right, right, right. That's besides right. the point. <laughs> All right. Remy got Hobie Baby in, in a, a whole Just Blaze rabbit hole. Boss. <laughs> um, boom Dynamite. What you got? I got two joints. What man. you got? Uh, right. I got two joints. Um, Firstly, I checked out that um that new YG project for real for real. Okay. Um it's not that good. Um, <laughs> that's disappointing. Yeah, like, I, I read like on some, I can't remember, I think it was on Complex or something. They were just like, yeah, it's getting critically acclaimed. Uh we're in a West Bag Wookie Woop. Um Is it? No, it's not. Nah. Uh, Shout out to you got my man uh, uh, Valley on this joint. Remember the Valley from Womp Womp? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, he's got a whole bunch of Meek Mills on here. Uh, Ariana Grande. Okay. Um, that is kind of serious. 
he has a joint, like he put on a joint from the Nipsey Hustle uh uh funeral, his speech or whatever. Oh wow. Cause I got excited, it was like my last words. It was like I thought it was like it said it says like Nipsey tribute. So I thought it was gonna be like a song that was a tribute, but it's him just talking. Mm-hmm. Um mm. he got my man the baby on here, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Respect. Knocking niggas out. Uh, it's fourteen. It's fourteen tracks. It's, it's it's all right. It's not as good as his last album. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's disappointing. Yeah, it's not. It's not what I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can check it out. Your it's called for real, for real. Uh, YG. The other joint I checked out was Power, Pleasure, and Painful Things. That's a EP from your man DJ Paul. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Uh, it's pretty good, actually. Okay. <laughs> now you're fucking with me. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, first off, Beanie Siegel's on it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, you won. It's, but, uh, like, so, it's 12, it's 12 tracks, but it's not really 12 tracks. It's, a uh, like, so it's, it's almost, like, autobiographical talking about DJ Paul and how he came up. Like, the, he talks about like, where he's from, and then there's a song about where he's from, and he talks about how he got into the game, and a song about getting to the game, and it's talking about, like, progressing in, like, the street life. And it's, like, it's, it's 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 really well put together. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. there's like a, there's a there's a skit or interlude between each song. Um but it's still three six beats. Okay. Um Yellow Wolf's on here, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. Um okay. I couldn't I couldn't pick out a song really to be like, yo, listen to this joint, but it's 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 a pretty good listen. Like it's only uh what is it? It's only twelve songs, probably like you know what I mean, probably like really like uh twenty five minutes or so. Okay, all right, yeah, hey, I'm all for a short ass uh EP. Yeah, you kind of wash my ears of the the YG joint. What's mm. um, mm. But uh, it's, it's it's worth checking out. Like I said, it's five songs. He says he's gonna put out another five songs in a couple months. Then his album's coming out on uh, Halloween. Okay. Is he going, is he, what's it going to be, Skeleton too? Uh, no, I can't remember what it's called, but that's, he definitely reps that Skeleton, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, so that, that's it That's it for you, Boom? Yeah, oh, and I uh, I had to listen to what you call it, man, because it was driving me crazy, that uh, the A Boogie with the hoodie. Okay. He, he has a song where he, uh, he ripped off uh, Michael Jackson's Remember the Time. Really? Yeah, huh. it's, I, I gotta find the name of the song, but uh, he, he definitely saw all of it like that. Like, oh yeah, I've heard, I've heard that. I've heard yeah. that. I thought I was like, yo, wait, what is this? What is what is this bullshit? Yeah, it's yeah. some bullshit. It definitely, and, and the only reason I listened to it because I couldn't remember what Michael Jackson song that he stole it from. So like, I've been listening to that song and going back to uh, you know Michael Jackson songs, and I was like, is it this one? No, it's not that one. Let me try this again. All right, so I got something for this. Y'all gonna love this. So not as we know, not much music has come out. Um, really, not much to listen to. I stumbled. I literally like 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 a Remy does. I stumbled across this mixtape. So I hate Remy. By this dude. <laughs> by this dude who goes by DJ One Mike. The mixtape is called The Ins and Outs of Bars. And it's nothing but songs that Jada Kiss and Styles go back and forth on. Okay. 
Oh, <laughs> this is amazing. That's it. <laughs> it's 41 songs. I think like four or five of these are interludes. But for the most part, it's nothing but Jadakiss and Styles going back and forth. Now, the downside is whoever this DJ One Mike is does not mix. So it's, oh. it's, it's basically a playlist. However, it's a playlist that includes We Gonna Make It, Dope Money, The Keeping It Gangster Remix, The Fiesta, oh. the Fiesta Freestyle, Tommy's Theme, Band from TV, Usual Suspects, Shootouts. I mean, I could go on, One Blood, I could go on and on and on, but it's just nothing but Jada and Styles going back and forth. Put that link up. Yeah, I'll put it up. It's a, it's a YouTube link, so you gotta like find a joint on, um, find a joint that'll download YouTube audio. Mm-hmm. But still, it's, if you're, if you're cool with basically just like a playlist, of Jada and Styles going back and forth, this is for you. If you Here's came, why they call me the ghost. If you came here looking for a mixtape of like a DJ blending between There's songs, mixing in, nothing, literally nothing. Blended. I I could do a better job of blending than this dude, oh, which is bad because I can't blend. But maybe he doesn't have a turntable. He uses one mic. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't have nothing. nothing. He just uses he just uses <laughs> one mic. Right. <laughs> to, to his, <laughs> mixtapes. Maybe, but uh, yes, Jade is DJ One Mike, Jada Kiss, and Styles P, the in and outs of bars. That's going to definitely keep you entertained, especially on these nice days. You put that window down, you turn, you turn on the mixtape, and, and we're gonna make it. It's blaring out your speakers. You got something. Fuck the frail that. shit, man. Because <laughs> they gotta use the scales that they weigh the whales with. That they wear the sturdies with, you know what I'm saying? That's that blubber. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's that's it for me. That kept me highly entertained. And, uh, definitely listen to Things Fall Apart. That's also on the menu after the roots. Oh, yeah, you absolutely need that, bro. Yeah. So with that said, so ends another Def Con job. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at DCJ Podcast. Website is defconjives.com. That's where the black businesses of the week are. You can look at the whole list. Um, email us, podcast at defconjives.com. Is that is that Patreon still working? That Patreon's still up. Not a goddamn penny. Not one red cent going into it. But it's okay. Like, I still got exclusives from like episode 88. That niggas ain't even here yet. That was just sitting on the side for Patreon people. But you know, whatever. Y'all don't want to hear this shit. Whatever. It don't matter to me. I'm still entertained by it. Y'all niggas, y'all niggas buying private snaps that can't support your boys. Right. I mean, we're not taking our clothes off. So y'all niggas, only, y'all niggas only fans but can't support your boys. I mean, I mean, them niggas be drinking cam soda and they don't support your hmm. boys. But it's, I mean, that's a, that's a hairy situation there. Uh, uh, should should we start uh, uh, an OnlyFans page? Do, I, do, do people want to see that? Listen, I think we should get all our thirty fans to send us some pics. You know what I'm saying, and then drop them off in the joint. Now, like yeah. Ooh, ooh, now that I now that I agree with. Thirty drop. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I can get thirty retreats, it's gonna be a thirty drop. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> 
Uh, a stirred rock from the sun, dog. Yeah. Yeah. That's so stupid. Uh, and, and also, shout out to all the sturdies who were out there at the Roots Pick. My God, bro. It was sturdy. I kept saying it. I kept saying it all weekend. Yo, pray for your boy, dog. <laughs> that shit was a problem, dog. Like, I forgot how much I love fucking, uh, Philly Jones. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Cause they, cause they are extra fly, but they are extra like hood at the same time, mm-hmm. bro. Mm-hmm. Shouts out to Beanie Seagull Pest Control. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, yeah, it's all right, so like what? <laughs> we're driving, we're driving into Philly, bro. Go ahead, go ahead. And like, uh, and uh, your boy Ab commented on like, there's like, there's a hard separation between like what is Delaware and what is the city of Philadelphia, bro. <laughs> and like cause that shit hits you like stupid hard you know what I'm saying it's just like it's like trees and forest hood you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. there's no in between dog and then there was a like the minute you hit the hood in Philly there's this billboard that says motherfucking it has a mis- giant mosquito on the joint and it says the lifespan of a mosquito is about 56 days that is 56 days too long you know what I'm saying <laughs> Beanie Seagull Pest Control. Yes. <laughs> they don't put down like no chemicals in up. They come shoot up your crib. You know what I'm saying? And like, when they lay down, they stay down. <laughs> and when they lay down, they stay down, dog. This nigga just in your walls with the push rocks killing mice. You know what I'm saying? Who want to get shot? Philly welcomes you. Philly welcomes you. 52 days too long. He said 56 days too long. It's like, fuck, man. I just want to say it again, man. I'm going to say it again. Because I don't think you understand how ridiculous this is. Who want to get shot, karate chops, or stabbed? It's on. You got one of three choices. Can I get karate chop, please? (laughs) Are you sure? Are you sure? Because that sounds like the option that you should go for. But I feel like there's a catch there somewhere. All I need to do, if I ever see that nigga Seagull pull up in a goddamn gi, you know what I'm saying? I'm leaving the whole block. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. If Seagull pulls up on you, puts the hands together and bows. You know what I'm saying? Kumite style. And I'm good. <laughs> Beat Seagull in the Kumite? All right. Oh, you know what? We got, we got to get out of here before this spirals out of control. Anyway, this is your boy <laughs> Cannon, a.k.a. 139 and Ari Linux. Niggas uh, is trying to pop the static in the danger zone. You finna take a big L. Put on, y'all, nigga. Put on. It's Boom Dynamite, a.k.a. You know what I'm saying? B.A. Baracus. You know what I'm saying? You know I'm drugging. You see me with that paper plane, boy. Mm. <laughs> Your shit, man. It's J. Remy. You know what I'm saying? K.A. Apple AirPods. You know what I'm saying? Run your pockets and pray you don't get washed. Mm. Mm.